Hello, welcome to the Love Yourself Healthy Podcast. I am Melanie Lillis, eating psychology coach and nutritional therapist. We are going to be diving into the realm of all things health, yet talking about them from the mind-body nutrition dimensions. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I nearly couldn't record this podcast because the people downstairs decided that they wanted to start drilling things very, very loudly. And they would do it for like 10 seconds at a time and they'd stop for a little bit. And I'm like, oh yes, they've stopped. And then they start again. (laughs) And I was like, no, I need to record this podcast. This is my only time that I've scheduled in this week. (sighs) Anyway, so here we are. I'm happy that you have tuned back in. Thank you so much for supporting all my other podcasts. Each week, my listeners are going up and it really makes me happy. I got some awesome feedback this morning that I would love to read out and it just made me, it just kind of reminds me why I'm doing this and yeah, it gives me that little bit more motivation to keep pushing through and making sure that I'm consistent. So The feedback was, hi, Melanie, I just listened to your latest podcast and I was blown away. I was on a morning walk and I started crying when you were saying that when we are older, we won't worry about what size we were and when you had shared M. Carey's story. Your quote that people won't remember us from our size was so inspiring. I have struggled with overeating and self-esteem for a long time, but your podcast made such a change in my mindset. Thank you for making your podcast. It is so inspiring and helping so many young girls like myself. Oh, it actually brought a tear to my eye because, I mean, I'm sure you know, well, I don't know if you do know, I don't have a huge following, especially in my Bear Brave account. I've only just started that. And so my podcasts get a decent amount of numbers for the amount of reach that I have, And to know that a person that I've never met before is getting inspired and motivated from my podcast is exactly why I started this. So thank you so much. Now, today's podcast is going to focus on what I call the comparison disease or comparisonitis. (laughs) And it's how we compare ourselves to people on the internet. So social media in particular. And this is a big topic. I feel like this is one of the most important topics that we really should be talking about. And it is something that people are talking about. So before I get into it, there are some amazing influencers out there who are starting to really shift the pattern um, on photoshopped images and behind the scenes kind of images on their real life. So when they're not feeling too good, when they're not feeling inspired, maybe when they've taken a, a unflattering angle. So props to you guys. I love the movement that's starting to change. It is starting to change, but it's still a massive, massive issue in today's society. So let's begin. I want you to raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by social media. I'm sure we've all been there. We've all got our hands up right now. We've all compared ourselves to others at some point. So whether it's uh, being envious of someone else's looks or their body or their life or their money, we literally stalk people, we like their photos, and we forever wish that we could have what they have because it just looks so perfect. I want you to think about who you most frequently compare yourself to. And if you're not sure, maybe try this question. So who have you compared yourself to in the last 24 hours? If you're still not sure, I want you to think of the last time you checked your Facebook or your Instagram feed 
Which updates made you feel envious or jealous or made you feel as if your life was pretty shit in comparison? On the contrast, maybe did any posts make you feel smug or like you were better than that person? So this comparison game, it's about as useful as a waterproof tea bag. <laughs> and I'm sure that you've heard this saying, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone's highlight reel. I love this quote and this couldn't be any closer to the truth. We scroll through the highlights of everyone's edited photos and we compare them to our everyday life. And what's frustrating is that we all have certain triggers that causes our confidence to take a sudden nosedive and we all know the feeling that it creates inside of us when we like hear or we see something that immediately has us second-guessing our appearance or maybe our life or our personality or our skill set. But yet, we choose to keep looking, scrolling, comparing ourselves to these people. I have had, and I'm I'm a victim of this as well, don't get me wrong, I'm just better these days at pulling myself out of that, but I've had many times where I've just been mindlessly scrolling and it's like I just get stuck in this whirlwind of Instagram and looking at one model and then, you know, she posts a photo with another model and I'll go on her account and, you know, it just kind of continues and continues and you think, how are these people real? And what a lot of people know these days is that Facetune and Photoshop is such a big thing, but even though we know that they are probably edited, we still look at them and we're still so envious. Why do we do this to ourselves? Even if they are the most beautiful person in the world, they might have really, really bad self-esteem. They might be depressed. They might not have a good home life. They might have a lot of issues that are going on behind the scenes, but we just don't know any of that. All we do is compare ourselves to this superficial thing, which is how someone looks. And I feel like we do this to ourselves because reality is lost on social media, because we are emphasizing the best versions of ourselves instead of all of the versions of ourselves, the good and the bad. I mean, life can be hard. It can be ugly. It can be pretty depressing at times. But these aren't likely the adjectives that most of us would use to describe the photos that we post on our accounts. And I understand why. Like, I think if people were constantly posting, you know, the bad things that happen, it might become quite a negative space. But we need to understand that. And that's fine. If you don't want to post the bad parts of your life, that's fine. But you need to understand that other people don't want to post the bad things about their lives either. So we need to disattach ourselves from thinking that everyone else's life is perfect when instead everyone else has the same issues that we go through day in, day out. And this feeling of lack of dissatisfaction that we feel when scrolling through our news feed often results from comparing our true reality, as I said before, to quote-unquote friends idealized perfect Instagram realities. We are using this same scale to measure two entirely different realities. We truly do fail to step back and recognize just how wildly unfair and unrealistic these comparisons actually are. So in saying that, it is perfectly fine to feel inspired and motivated from the things that you see online, but what you have to be careful of is that you know how to differentiate comparisons that are truly inspirational or ones that come from a complete 
jealousy and a want to have their life, not something that's actually truly going to make your life a better place. I feel like a lot of us do actually understand that we do compare our lives to others' highlight reels. I do feel like society is starting to understand that what we see on Instagram or what we see on social media isn't the full picture of what's going on behind the scenes. It's only 1% of their life, but we probably don't understand how we can stop ourselves from getting drawn into this comparison disease. And that's what I want to tackle right now. I want to share with you some of my favorite tips that I have used to just be able to kind of pull myself out of this social media whirlwind and just kind of get back into reality. So the first tip, and if you have a notebook, then I'd love for you to write these tips down or pop them in your phone. The first tip is to reduce your time on social media. So this can be a challenge since we live in a culture that puts such a high value on social media outlets, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Allow yourself five to 10 minutes in the morning or five to 10 minutes in the afternoon to check your social media accounts and then just be done with it. Especially avoid looking at profiles of people who trigger thoughts of comparison. So you have nothing to gain in doing so besides anxiety and sadness. Now this tip here has been absolutely massive for me. I used to follow quite a lot of models on Instagram purely because I thought their photos were beautiful and I really liked them. But what I've started to do is to unfollow people who literally serve me no purpose. So if what someone is posting isn't either educational, inspiring, motivational, or is a real actual real life friend, I will unfollow them. So if there's someone that I'm following who is just a model and all they're ever posting is model photos with a bikini on or you know, promoting certain brands, I'm just like, no, nah, unfollow because this person makes me feel a little bit worse about myself because I'm constantly comparing my body to their body and it's serving me absolutely no purpose. So there was quite big known models that I used to love following and I've just completely unfollowed all of them because yes, they're beautiful, but who cares? <laughs> Why do I need to follow them? If they're not making me feel good, I'm going to get rid of them. And that's been the biggest change because my social media accounts now, when I scroll through, I'm inspired and I love what I see and I'm not judging my own body and comparing them to other people's. And even if I am comparing myself to other people, it's usually in a positive matter because I'm like, okay, I love what they've shared. I love what they're trying to say. So that is kind of making me want to make a change for the better and not for the worse. My second tip is to redirect your focus on the things that really matter. So instead of living through other people's lives, get on with your own life. (laughs) When you direct your attention towards the real world, you have less time and energy to direct towards meaningless activities such as social comparisons. And this is a big one because I want you to think about how much time you spend on social media. If it's not a lot, that's amazing. But For a lot of people, they are spending so much of their time on social media. And imagine if you took that away, how much time would you have to focus on your own life, making your own life better instead of wishing that you had someone else's. Even if it's just focusing on going for a workout or getting outside or finishing a book that you've been putting off, immerse yourself in activities that leave you feeling better for having engaged in them versus Facebook or Instagram stalking, which always leaves you wishing that you hadn't. There's no purpose. So what I like to do 
is make a list of activities and then try to schedule them into a calendar. So maybe you're doing one a week or maybe you're doing one a day, depending on what it is. And as I said before, since we often spend so much time on social media, when we have these scheduled plans, it will also help to reduce the time we have when we're sitting, you know, not really doing much because our time is taking up doing things that are bettering our own lives, teaching us something or just making us feel better about ourselves. So that's a big, big tip. Tip number three, this is also quite an important tip, and it is to assess where those negative comparisons are stemming from. So as unpleasant as these comparisons can feel, they can serve a positive purpose in that they inform us of an area of our lives that may benefit from some improvement. So if it is someone else's body that you're always comparing yourself to, maybe it's time for you to focus on creating the healthiest version of yourself. Maybe it's time for you to have a look at your diet and making sure you're getting high nutrient dense meals. And if you're not sure what that means, then using your spare time to do research on what are high nutrient meals and making sure you've got a nice macronutrient balance to try and help yourself be the healthiest version that you can be or getting outside more to get that exercise in a healthy way. And I just want to reiterate that if your comparison are like a body image appearance thing, then you need to make sure that you are doing the things that are healthy and going to be helpful in a good positive way for you and not, you know, trying to go on a strict diet or exercising crazy amounts in the day because that's not the way to get what you want. So putting a higher value on your relationships is such a big one. So hanging out with your friends more, hanging out with your parents and your family more. Family bonding is really, really important. And that always makes you feel so much better. Valuing your time more, putting your needs first and learning to accept that that's okay to do. So obviously making time for family and friends is super important, but if you never get time for you, then that's something you need to look at. So that might just be going for a walk on your own in the morning or doing something at nighttime that's just for you. So maybe that's drawing or listening to music or doing some meditation. Doing more of what you love sounds so simple, but it is so effective. So if you hate going to the gym, stop going to the gym. Do things simply because you like to do them. (laughs) If you want to get exercise in, find a different way. Maybe you go rock climbing. Maybe you go trampolining. Maybe you join a group fitness kind of activity. Don't do things like, you know, I'm just going to use the example of exercising, like going to the gym. If you don't actually like doing it, there are different ways to get exercise in. There's different ways that help to increase the amount of self-value that you have. Um, eating well and moving is also another point that is so important. And I kind of touched on it, you know, in my last couple of points, but you should make sure that you put your body in motion every single day and eat as healthy as you can. Putting a higher value on your body by eating clean and exercising is going to give you a higher sense of self-worth and it always makes you feel better. So if you are someone that struggles with diet, struggles with exercise, maybe that's where you need to focus in a nice, healthy way. And I'm always open to giving you as many tips as possible. So next time you make an unfair comparison, instead of allowing it to make you feel poorly about yourself, view it as an opportunity for a little self-evaluating. And that's one of the biggest take-home messages that I want you guys to have is that the more judgment that we put on ourselves and the more comparison that we keep making just highlights where in ourselves we need to be focusing on. 
Ultimately, social comparisons aren't indicative of what others have that you don't, but rather what you already have but aren't quite aware of yet. If you are someone, and I'm guessing that if you're listening to this podcast, then you are someone that may struggle with the comparison disease, look at your own life. Look at the areas that you might want to improve on and improve on them. But you also need to look at your life and write down, this is another tip, maybe write down the things that you are super grateful for. Write down the things that that are already in your life that make you so happy and make you so appreciative. And then take a step back, read what you wrote, and realize that your life is probably quite amazing. And we just forget this. <laughs> that life doesn't have to be exciting 24-7. Life can be chill. Not much can be happening in life for it still to be amazing. And we need to just appreciate those small things. Get outside more, look at nature, and just be so happy that you get to live your life. I'm going to finish up this podcast here. I hope there's been some good tips that you guys can put into practice because I am getting quite passionate about helping people stop comparing themselves to others and stepping away from social media and, and just truly loving the little things in their life. So thank you so, so much for listening. Again, if you could leave a review, if you're listening on iTunes, that would be so appreciative. Or you can also just contact me, um, direct message me, sorry. I'm going to be sharing a listener review once a week, which I'm really excited about. So if you want me to share your review, then yeah, either leave it on my iTunes account or you can direct message it to me. Um, if you are interested in getting a free psychology of eating ebook, then you need to be following my Instagram account, which is at bear b-a-r-e x brave b-r-a-v-e and i'll be sharing details on that very very soon so that's exciting and yes thank you all for listening you lovely people i will speak to you all next week bye bye thank you so much for listening please be sure to subscribe and follow me on instagram at melanie lillis or you can email me at lyh underscore podcast at outlook.com I look forward to chatting with you all next week. Bye-bye.